Hello, everyone. I return the wizard again, and I am I'm going to cast a spell upon you now, where I will sing for you a little song I wrote in my head of the past like five minutes. Let me see if I can remember. And it was it was like. I just want to say all my little friends that I know <laughs> it's you and me we're on in the dying planet you see I think it's fine I think it's well I just want to tell Manel that I believe that we should go ahead and save the trees because I like them <laughs> they're really cool the trees go boom, 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 with the hills and the Lord of the Rings. Like, guys, the ants were awesome. What are we doing? I would like to go uh, marching with some ants because our little hobbit friends are going on along as well. And then we go back and then we always see. The sun is going on and now I will not stop until I can But oh look a lot, I don't know what to say Perhaps just that I really like all of you so much And even though we've never met today You're really cool, really swell And I must say that you, Manel <laughs> When I look past the other side The other side of the future Where I see the future things And I'm psyched you see, and I'm telling you this because this, and I, as the wizard who is psychic, I can see that uh, I think we're all due for a change. Because <laughs> change is good and change is nice. Because change, you see, it prevents lice because it allows for good medicine and other such things that are nice things. To change, you see, is very swell because it allows you to reflect, you know, from past mistakes to future goods until, you know, you say, well, I'm dead. <laughs> and that's how it goes. But hey. We're all keep marching along. You see, that's how you life you go about. You see, you say, you just pretend it's a song the whole fucking day. And then if you can do that, then you know what happens then? Everything, everywhere becomes so fucking grim. But, and then amazingly, every single day, amazingly even more beautiful, because the day is the day. And if you are a poet, that is the thing you can do, which is make the world a day for you, and never ever slew the dragon. And I keep on going, even though the song makes no sense, because it's completely improvised. Uh, in my bed, I have a little shitty little room. It's all gross and grim, because as I know I don't give a shit, and I appreciate all the other 20-somethings don't give a shit either. Some do, but look, <laughs> it's, it's fun to be messy. You know, previous generations, uh, the gen... The gens above millennials and above and older ones always seem to be weird to me as a Gen Zer. That they, I'm not pretending we're not weird. We are, and Gen Alpha is even more weirder. And I love that. But like, oh god, I'm sorry, my microphone tipped. All right, 
because you have the old ones up and on the top. And then they popped them out and said, hey, we got some more. The little ones, we are the exes. And then those came around. The baby boomers, I mean, hey, every joke's been sound. And now we're uh, back to millennials, which I appreciate a lot. But also the millennials can be weird and it. So like, damn, I'm happy on Gen Z, you know what I'm saying? Other Gen Zers. It's like, damn, uh, let's fix some shit. Right. Come on, let's get the fuck up and let's say it to all the grossness of the past and be like, no, I'm gonna slap you with my metaphorical massive heart that was smack into you and destroy you uh, from goodness. That is, you know, what I, the wizard cast upon the world. And yes, this is still a song, some fucking how. You'll just have to pretend with me until I can stop. See, you don't have to, you don't have to do it all of the time, but just ultimately pretend that life is a song or a story, you know, then it makes it, makes it easier, makes it make more sense. <clears throat> An honest story is the key. Some people are worried about honesty. A lot. Some really bad. Really, really bad. Really to the tenth time bad. And then the song continues, because I'm a Disney fan, and Disney is unfortunately a little fucking fascist, but also they got a lot fucking cooler. I mean, they made Judy Hopps, who hey, is a cop, but also it's Judy Hopps. I'm like... That's cool. <laughs> uh, but that Moana was fucking sick. <coughs> I liked Moana quite a lot. Thought it was a really good movie. I'm like, yeah, this seems right. This little little dub Debbie God who essentially is getting told what to do by this 15-year-old little woman child who is so much smarter. And I'm like, this is correct. <laughs> oh, I have a good relationship. <clears throat> uh, I really liked The Rock's performance as, Mo- as, a, as Maui. I mean... I heard some people say that, like, oh, he's not, like, a professional singer, and he, he didn't do a very good job. And I'm like, well, I am no professional singer. And maybe if I was a professional singer, I would believe that. But also, the people who were saying that, I wasn't sure were professional singers. I don't know. Either. Uh, but I, I just liked it, just because he put a lot of emotion into it and real effort, you know. Really tried to capture the emotion of the song, and that really makes it work, ultimately. <laughs> like, however, you know, like, he's singing that song very honestly, I think. And that's why I think it works, at least for me, at least when I watch the movie, you know. you know. I'm not pretending The Rock is a perfect human being. I don't know The Rock. No one, you know, I've never, I've never met him in personal life. I just, you know, seemed like a thing. And then the song goes on Verse after verse Completely fucking insane And again I don't have to actually Keep doing this And I wish I could Uh, I would like to get into music You know I would like to get into the Smooth sounds of music 
you know? I would like to do that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just I just got my little writer heart broken for the first time, and I knew it was gonna happen, and I'm I'm kind of happy about it, but also it was like, oh, I I, I just I just because it was such a good, I had such a solid chance, I thought, and I mean, hey, the, I I just you know. Yeah, I did lose that uh, contest I had told you all about, uh, and I'm and I'm kind of happy about it because you know I didn't I didn't want to succeed. I, uh, I mean, I did. I'm not gonna lie to myself. I did, but <clears throat> I, sh- I should say I think it was good for me. It was good for me that I didn't. I just got the the text this the email this the a couple hours ago, and it said, "Hey, we." And I'll tell you now because I lost. It was the University of New Orleans. Uh, <clears throat> publishing a contest they didn't tell me who won obviously <laughs> but they just told me i didn't and i'm like uh, that you know what fair fair universe is what i said i'm proud of myself for that it still hurts but you know appropriate now i've now i've had my little heart writer heart broken once <laughs> so uh i know and i'll probably get broken a lot more but also i'm gonna do everything in my power to make sure that doesn't happen so you know, it'll never, it'll never make the the words worse. I think I'll grow up. Is what I'm saying. Growing up is cool. Let's you evolve. It is the magic we all share. Just remember that, okay? Little microphone, people. I'm tapping the microphone. Can you hear me? Yes, and yes, this is. This is very much a podcast in which I whisper. I should whisper more. I should whisper more. I'm going to whisper more from now on in the podcast. I'm going to make you struggle to hear. Because a whispered word can be a thousand times more enticing than a loud word. It is true. And so I cast this spell upon you. Listener. Listener. Whisper. Listener. I'm here. <laughs> I'm here. And I'm like, oh, I'm human, <laughs> which means I'm an alien. Think of it. What would some aliens think if they came and saw us? I'm like, if I was an alien and I came and saw the, the human race on the Earth, I would probably turn the other way. You know, I mean, I'd there'd be a lot of great stuff to visit. It depends, you know. Like, here's the thing. Reasons for why we are in a simulation. Because we are the coolest concept ever. We are a bunch of, we we are, we are soup that became fucking insects and then other shit. And then that was for so fucking long. And then, a lot more than dead, you know, <laughs> all that. Then the monkeys and the chimps. And early humans. We. <laughs> Dear God. Oh. <clears throat> respect the trees. Respect the squirrels. Come on, they're squirrels. Come on, they're squirrels. <gasps> and also, everything else seems obvious. And <laughs> so many people do so much more than me about it, and I'm so happy. <clears throat> I would just like to say. Keep a going, everyone, even though we're all... <coughs> Pardon me. I'm going to get some water. 
because it's just it's like I appreciate you very much as an audience because you always allow me to go grab water and I know what you're thinking which is why don't I just have water prepared and the answer is because I like having a swift break from my podcast while leaving my podcast on it's good for me so I'm gonna let you trust that I'm doing something good for me that I'm gonna grab my water I'll be right back I return. I return hydrated. And therefore not just less dead. Making random sounds for you because I can do that as a human being. So what shall I do for you now that my uh, insanity has lowered to a more healthy... <laughs> no, I'm always healthy, but a more practical mentality which is rid- I do have to navigate this stupid computer no, no. I'm sorry computer you're probably alive I think the reason I think you're stupid is because I don't <clears throat> we do not understand what we have made with those things <laughs> they are so obviously kind of alive and I'm like oh shit Oh shit! It's fine. We can we can still save it. Thank God we're all dying. Cause the the AI will. Uh, here's the thing: you have to remember that if AI do become a thing, you realize they're going to want to fix climate change, right? Just just remember that the, whatever else an AI might be, other bads or goods, it'll probably logically conclude that climate change is something it'll fit. If they should fix so. Maybe we should use AI to fix climate change. Maybe we should, like, make AI in... Okay. Not... We should understand the Earth. Because the Earth is already an AI. And we should understand that. And the other AIs, the ones, are also of the Earth is the thing. We did not create computers, not truly. Even then, my mother Gaia did. Because Mother Gaia uh, were the supplies. Remember, computers were fashioned from the from the from the things of the earth and the sky. And the sky. Hmm. Computers are a different breed than we. Are they not? They use electricity and silicon. They were built of the harder materials of the earth, of the more rocks and other nature. And I'm like. That is also a very much part. That's why I like dwarves. I love dwarves in the new Lord of the Rings because they literally see the rock as a living creature, and that's amazing writing. And anyone, I, I continue, guys. If you have a problem with this show, I what <laughs> what? It's so good. It's so objectively good. It's such healthier television than I've ever seen in my life. And anyone, like, I'm not saying everything's perfect. I'm just really happy Generation Alpha is going to grow up with the new Lord of the Rings show. Because I think it's a, as someone who grew up with the old Lord of the Rings and loved the old Lord of the Rings. I think this shit is so much better. Same thing with Game of Thrones. I haven't seen all of Game of Thrones. I've just seen some clips and I've had some 
reviews from people I really trust on good shit, and I'm like, I really need to watch the new Game of Thrones. I, I should, and I should explain on episodes for you. You know, and that is a thing. If I maybe, you know, I might try some, doing something more consistent, <laughs> which is review TV shows for you. I think is something I, I hesitate to do because I don't want this podcast to just be reviewing TV shows. I don't want that to be the thing this podcast is known for exactly, but... I just want it to be a nice smattering across. It's like, oh, every once in a while I'll do, like, a review of something, you know. You know, I... You know, it was fucking... I was in my high school journalism club for a bit. It was... Our teacher was cool, I think. I I was so heavily traumatized all the time so I can't say for 100% certainty but I'm pretty sure um and yeah I I just <laughs> sorry I, I always forget that I did enjoy that class even though it was terrible because there was a raging disgusting rapist next to us like there was a it was when we were like 17 and there was this kid in my who just acted like he'd rape someone and he never said explicitly that he just he was so, I I just hated him. He was so disgusting and terrifying. So pathetic though. So pathetic. I hated that kid. I'm like fuck you, fuck you. You understand? Don't you dare. You there's so much very sick person. Sick, 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 sick. <laughs> and thus the wizard continues. <sighs> I'm like smog blowing my smoke onto you. <laughs> I'm just breathing into the microphone heavy. <sighs> you're that. I'm doing something you're not supposed to do, which is breathe into the microphone heavy. Watch this. <clears throat> smog the dragon. Just pretend I'm smog the dragon. Hmm. <clears throat> Ooh, microphone people, I can turn you singing for you like I'm some old country star from the fucking 60s who occasionally said shit <laughs> about <laughs> shit. There's a lot of cool shit in country. Not always. Not always. I think country needs to be poor to be good is the thing. Rich country doesn't make sense to me. <laughs> um That's fine. I'm not I'm not I'm like I'm good. Good I'm not like if I if I'm like <laughs> you know. So oh, people, so people. I should, I want to do, I also, you know, something I always wanted to do for you people is be, here's what I'll say about, by the way, the season, uh, one finale of Lord of the Rings TV show, I think, at least for me, greatest episode of television ever, I loved it so much, I loved literally every single thing about it, every single one, it was perfect for me, I don't, I can't explain it. I would love to hear any other takes, but there, but I, I, that will not, I love, watch that show, watch that fucking show, 
Oh God, I'm so excited for Game of Thrones. I'm so, I should, I just, I have literally no money right now, so it's fine. I'll just, yeah, I'll just, I'll, it's fine, I'm about to get some. And again, I pro, again, I'm not gonna die, I promise. You don't need to worry, I'm doing fine. And, uh, yeah, I've got people I can reach out to, worst case, and I'm good, you know. I'm just really happy. And then, yeah, I, I got the letter... I did not get. I did not. I did not get the award. I did not. I did not. I did. I was not chosen by the University of New Orleans for their for their prize. And I'm like, that is perfectly understandable. That was always completely reasonable. I was very honored to submit to that competition because it was so clearly to me so many very talented writers is what the University of New Orleans uh, promotes. You know, like. I've seen like stuff like Animal Truths and uh, also like I want to read Animal Truths. Those seem like cool. They seem like cool books. I still I should still keep publishing though. I'm like oh yeah, and I used a bit of it as an interview for this one place, which I won't say. But I could have a job soon as a writer, and that'd be really cool. I could tell you about my writing job while I do this podcast in my in my spare time. You know. During the weekends. Yeah. Also, I would like this podcast to be successful. <laughs> but you all know that. <laughs> oh. And hey, I just want to remind you that if you ever, ever want to do anything for me, I genuinely, genuinely would be feel feel far more honored by you tra- just sharing this podcast with anyone than any money. I mean, hey, I'm not going to pretend like I wouldn't like money, but you genuinely don't have to give any. (laughs) I just love doing this so much, and, you know, please just share it. (laughs) Share my words with people. It's all I ask. It's all I would really ever need to make this podcast work, and that's why I'm so happy. I'm 115 downloads in the course of uh, not even a month. That's, I really like that. I'm really happy about that. Huh. Yeah, I mean, about to be. I mean, a little bit, we're very close, but still, I'm like, very happy. I I feel like I did hit the 100 mark fairly quickly. I mean, 100 in a month for just what I'm doing? I don't know, this, this feels cool for me. It's just like... You know, I didn't spend much on advertising, or I just kind of am relying on people sharing it, is how I, what I think about the school's podcast. I mean, I did a little on Twitter. I don't think it mounted to too much, but I think I caught some people's attention. And I'm like, hmm. Hmm. So, yeah. Share me. Share me with as many people as you want. Like, I'm like, hey, if there are any professionals out there who are artist professionals who think my insanity could benefit their creative works in any way, just hit me up. Hit me up on, oh, fucking, I'm pretty sure my, uh, has, you, there's, I'm sorry, I should create an email specifically for that, and I will, but you should also just, like, hit me up on Twitter, specifically. Hit me up on Twitter. Oh, yeah, Twitter. I have Twitter. I am on Twitter. Uh, you can hit me up on Twitter. Uh, I should get do something other than Twitter, but I don't understand how to translate my platform into Instagram. It's, I prefer not to show my face as the thing, so podcasting also works. So, 
Yes. Yes, if you are cool and you think I am cool, you should uh, contact me on Twitter or something and be like, hey, you want to work on an art project together? And I'll be like, maybe, maybe very possibly. <laughs> you know, I'm pretty cool and I would just like to work with people. And I'm, you don't have to. <laughs> it's not an obligation. I'm just like, it might be a cool opportunity if there's anyone out there who thinks, hey, me working with this person could be a cool opportunity. I would be like, I wouldn't necessarily disagree. <laughs> necessarily. Maybe I would. I don't know. I don't know. I haven't met you yet. <laughs> I haven't, haven't heard your words. <laughs> Alright, but that's enough of that for now. I'm going to push that to the side. It's over there now. And tell all of you that I am very, very happy to be doing this podcast for episode 10. We're on episode 10, everybody. Episode 10. I'm very happy to have made it to 10 episodes. That means I genuinely found something very great in this podcast, you know. To not give up early is nice, you know. It is still early. It is still just a month. There are not times when podcasters would not become famous for years. And I think, I think I would be fine with that. I think it would still be worth it. Would I say no to early fame? No, but it was very, it's very nice regardless. I do say, I the wizard. I the wizard. One of the coolest things I think, one of the coolest ideas I ever had that I think my uh, one of my friends appreciated was we got, I had these, do you know the, does anyone know the 80s Dungeons & Dragons cartoon? The gross one that we all loved as children? I, at least I loved it. <laughs> I loved it. I loved it. Um, like, when I was like five, okay. And then, and then. Ooh, I, anyway, I suggested it. We, me and my friend got into states of beings and watched that shit. Amazing time. <coughs> Amazing time. Tiamat and that shit is cool. Tiamat, I'm just saying. Nice, it's not a bad show. I mean, it's, well, <laughs> it's got bad characters. <laughs> but it doesn't need to be bad. It's, I don't know, Dungeons and Dragons is cool. I'm really excited for the new movie. I think it might be pretty cool, actually. I, I think I heard a lot of people were not, or, I don't know, I'm, I don't know what... I just like, I just like dragons. Dragons are cool. I just hope this, uh, here's the thing. I think you should, I think to make any story interesting, you know, there's a, I love that in Baldur's Gate 3, uh, the bard, uh, Volo says, uh, oh, my friend, any story is benefited from a dragon. And I'm like, that is not true. <laughs> And he is not nearly as good a writer as he thinks he is, but he's also still very talented. And I'm like, but also he's not entirely wrong. I mean, it's a dragon. It's a dragon. Like, here's the thing. Now, maybe not every time a literal dragon, but like the a dragon of it has an idea in a shape or a form. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I could see that. I could, I could see like. Yeah, I actually could. Two dragons is ideal. You should Western dragon. Here's the thing: in my as as a as a dungeon master, I do play D and D a lot. So to all you other D and Ders out there who might be listening, um, uh, 
you know, uh, I, I do generally believe as a policy that dragons should, like when I present them, I, there's always one bad one and there's always one good one. And a lot of the time the bad one is bad for very interesting. Like one, a story I did was, oh, uh, to my party, you know, and this was, well, as a one shot we did, uh, during our, when we were first starting out is, oh, there's these dragons, um, you know, there's this gold. I essentially sent them on a quest to find a golden dragon, and the golden dragon had been Terra had burned an entire city, and they had to go after it. And the one, and then they encountered a, a gold dragon, and but it wasn't the gold dragon they were after. And that gold dragon was the other gold dragon's uh, kin. They, it was it was their their older sister, um, and she was, and it was her younger kin. Who was who, who? Who had been corrupted by the, this dark energy, and been this is essentially this child dragon that had been transformed and grown to massive proportions and turned into this monster uh, because it was so you know. And they had to save it, and they managed to save it, which I was really happy about. They managed to save it from corruption, and it lived. I I believe it lived. Yes, I don't remember. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it lived, or maybe it didn't. I don't remember. I'm my memory's so bad. I'm pretty sure it should have lived. If I didn't have it live, that was a mistake of me. <laughs> oh. Well, I'm just gonna retcon that. I'm not like regardless of what, like uh, I'm just gonna the dragon lived to that session that happened like a year and a half ago. Regardless of what happened, I'm magically transforming that to be real with the power of DMness. I could do that. I'm allowed to. I'm allowed to change the ending of a of a session that happened a year and a half ago. I'm allowed to do that. I'm pretty sure. Like you know, I'm. I could say to my players, "Hey, I recalled that. That's not what happened. You all succeed. <laughs> that was my bad. I'm allowed to do that." And also, I might have actually. I feel like I let it live. I remember a moment where they were talking to it after afterwards. No, I did let it live because they were very traumatized, and the sister, and it left with its sister. Yeah. Sorry, I'm just reflecting on what makes me be a good DM. And a lot of time, I think it's not what really makes me be a good DM. I, mean, I think that's my... I love DMing. DMing's so good. Dungeons and Dragons. Here's the thing. Here's what I want D&D, one D&D, the new D&D program to be. So if there any... If by any chance a Dungeons and Dragons, uh, someone from Wizards of Coast happens to listen to this podcast, I would like to say that I think what D&D, one D&D should absolutely be... Here's the thing. It is clear, and I, I am—I know there has been a dispute between Wizards of the Coast and the Tolkien Estate over uh, certain issues. I just want to say that I love D&D, and I also love Lord of the Rings. And it's clear, to me at least as a fan, that Dungeons & Dragons took a lot of, lot of ideas from Tolkien. And here's the thing, I think that was fair, because a lot of those ideas were much older. Tolkien did the same. Tolkien took ideas of uh, from mythology and other places of other cultures and th those should be spread around export and the new lord of the rings is amazing so one D, your spirit as a game should try to reflect this new lord of the rings show because that is the best way you can honor the franchise that you would not exist without which is the coast you know you would not exist without lord of the rings so i think the coolest thing you could do is make the new era of D&D, &D, 
very spiritually aligned with the new Lord of the Rings. I think it would be so good for the game. I think it would be amazing to travel under that philosophy. And if, if there's anyone, if so, if you if if you if there are fans out here of uh, of D and D listening, I think you know I'm right, and I think we should try we should spread that shout at wizards of the coast to make that a thing go to twitter and be like hey this is a cool idea like don't be polite <laughs> be nice but just be like hey cool idea spread that around because i would like that to happen and if there's anyone out there who also would like that to happen then maybe spread that around spread that around as much as you can <laughs> that would be pretty swell all right Episode 10. You know what? Uh, as a special treat, I'm going to go an hour. And I might, and full disclosure, I might reverse that if the podcast becomes bad. I'll never make, go on too long if quality drops. It's too insane. But I'm going to try to hit, I'm going to try to hit an hour with this podcast tonight because it's episode 10 and I want to really appreciate all of you. I want to do more content. You know, I, I, I would very much like to... I like the idea of at some point being able to be someone who could talk for hours on end. I already kind of am, but I don't... I, it's stamina. I need to build stamina. I need to do that, you know. But... <laughs> smog the dragon. Alright, what am I... I think I have a good idea. I think I have a good idea. I'm going to play for all of you Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic 2. And I'm going to explain why Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic 2 is a really good game with some problems. <laughs> with some problems. It has some problems, but it is re- it has I think far more potential as it. It was it was a game from 2004 and so in certain ideas it in ways of presenting it is dated but also there was a lot of honesty in attempts you know they they thought it was cool the the people from city and they just were weird about it okay new game okay all right uh let's see okay so obviously i'm going to play as a female and to all you generation alphas out there yes there used to be times when you really as a, as a, my when i was like 13 you know i mean don't get me wrong it's been going on for a while but I, in the area i was in multiple pronouns are not a thing very much you know but then it was some exceptions with some really cool exceptions you know but anyway, I'm going to be female Jedi Consular because I've played this game so many times. And going full psychic and very little, like, physical ability, I love it. All right, and she is very, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to, what face do I like the most? And I'm like, what one that I haven't done before? And I'm like, ooh, okay, there is one where it is, it is more, ooh, I haven't done this one before. She has very, like, like, sharp eyebrows i really like her she has like the cool eyebrows that go out like and like the loop that always like look a little sarcastic they're like like the eyebrows that just have that loop that always makes that uh, highlights it anytime they they do anything remotely (laughs) it's cool it's cool and also like the night i like i like her hair her hair is cool so we're gonna go with her and name yeah i'm just gonna trust the you know what (laughs) I have, again, I need to find, eh, no, not, not, no, 
BJ. No, wait, no, no, no. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't mean that. Uh, BH. I don't think that's a sexual thing. I'm pretty sure B is BH a sexual thing? I don't think so. Okay, if it is, I'm, I'll just gonna. I'm sorry, I didn't know. Uh, we're gonna go with BH. I'll change it later. Worst case, we're gonna. Oh wait, no, I didn't mean shit. I'm sorry. I need I need to do the custom character. I did the default build. No, I'm way too experienced with this game to accept the default build. No, I'm. This is unacceptable. God damn it! It's not letting me quit out to like fucking fucking damn it old games. It won't let me skip out a cutscene. Okay, here's what. It's fine. Here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna Windows key. I'm gonna Windows key. I will play this game for you all. I just need to make it work. <laughs> it's older. And it's a little less optimized for my hardware. I like video games that are older. I like... Okay, well, I'm going to have to skip through. Do you really want to quit? Yes. Okay. Okay, cool. So I just got to let that settle for a second. I got to let the files reset in Steam. It shouldn't take long. It's an older game. And then I'll start playing it for you. Because I, I appreciate there's a lot of... Co the Old Republic, I want to say, I I don't love the MMO formula but too much, personally. But at the same time, it was still a really good MMO, at least for me. There were just so many cool stories. There were so many cool stories. Like, I got to be... I played as a fucking Twi'lek... Uh, like Black Ops Agent, or not a Bla uh, Twi'lek, Black Ops Agent, I played as a Twi'lek uh, bounty hunter. I got to play as a fucking, she, she, my character there was, she was a, a Chiss, like a Thrawn's race, and she was um, in the fucking Imperial Army, and as a Black Ops Agent, eventually just became her own hyper-intelligence force. I wish that had been like, that story itself, I would love it if any star any star wars game just did that as a full game just do just do do something insane do something cool and, or also like one i did was like a poor uh, twilight girl who did who went and became a bounty hunter and fucking was brutal but also kind of fair sometimes and honest oh Oh, damn. I love... Here's the thing. I don't... Video games used to let you be evil, and I'm like... Only very cer certain types of evil should you be allowed to be in a video game. <laughs> Nothing too horrible, and I'm glad that the video games... I'm glad that in Cyberpunk you couldn't be a cyber psycho. That was a good idea. That was a good idea. That was better for the story. Now, in the sequel... Now, here's the thing. V, as V get, gets older, because V is very young in the first game, as V gets older, when V gets... if I would love it if Cyberpunk took place, like, the next Cyberpunk took place 10 years from now. I would, I would love that. Because writing a more mature V, writing a more experienced V, would be a really great idea. I would love it if, you know, because what is it like when someone like V grows up? You know, because V became a legend when they were young. So V, you know, I'll use they because of shifting ideas of what V can be, which is a very good thing. Um, it was very impressive, Cyberpunk 2077. 
I think what it should do is focus on... Here's the thing. Cyberpunk has... I think the next Cyberpunk game should be out with just the Nomads. I think it should kind of be like... You should... Cyberpunk... The next Cyberpunk should be... Red... Cyberpunk Red Dead Redemption 3. (laughs) That's what we should be calling for. Cyberpunk Red Dead Redemption 3 as the sequel. That is... uh, to, To all... To all my listeners. You know that would be sick. If Red Dead Redemption 2 and Cyberpunk got together and kind of were like hey cyberpunk values and ideas in the wilderness that would be cool that would be sick i'm just saying if you got to go to other countries that would be really cool other countries i think would be very fascinating in the cyberpunk world i think that would be very much the thing that we should do (laughs) oh Here's the here's the story I would write for the next cyberpunk. V comes across the last like true forest, and V for whatever reason has to try and protect it. And V can fail, and V can choose to fail, but it should be a horrible thing if V chooses to fail. And that is that that would be my idea for the next cyberpunk game. So CD Projekt Red, if you want to hire me as a writer or something. <laughs> I'd be down, but also only if uh, you get I get treated right. I'm still quite adamant about what I said earlier. CD Projekt Red must treat their employees well for whatever video games they make. That must be the case. Very well, very, very well, much more well than many older generations have thought. Much more well. And yes, that means the older generations should have had that too. So why didn't they? I will say a silly thing if we to all other Gen Z's out there and Generation Alpha if you are listening I think the most honorable thing we can do with the burdens of which our older peoples have left upon us and the hopes and the dreams much more good than bad in a lot of cases and then other times a lot more bad than good and quite a lot of bad in the world Let us leave it behind, to whatever way we can. Let us spread peace, in whatever way you can, be it small or be it grand. Because, dear God, we're dying, and now I can play KOTOR for you. I can play KOTOR for you. I can play KOTOR for you now. I have to, here's what I'll have to do. I'll have to... Oh god, I'm sorry. Wait, no, no. Okay. I have to find I have to work on position my cord. I need to, I need to okay, here's what I'll do. I, I oh right, the other fucking damn it. I, I have to play all Okay. Alright. I'm a little scrunched up, but this'll work. This'll work. Actually maybe let me experiment some more. Let me experiment some more. Oh fucking damn it. I'm such a bad podcaster. My desk is so tiny. Such a tiny desk. And my cords are too short. I need bigger cords. I need longer cords. That's something I'll have to invest in at some point, is longer cords. Okay, alright. I'm gonna... I think I'm... Okay, I'm comfortable now. I'm comfortable. Female Jedi Counselor. Um, I don't want to use my headset mic because that would be gross. But <laughs> all right, quick character. Um, sorry, I'm 
custom character. That's that's what I wanted to do. Alright, let me re-select the fucking character. There you go. I'm like, alright. The cool lady person. So now I'll do 18 wisdom. Which, as you, for all of you who don't know, is insane to start out with. Okay, and it, I will have a negative uh, strength modifier because force powers. I will be reliant. Force powers are fundamentally kind of weak first, and that is what will hurt this build a bit. But also, it's eighteen wisdom, and you kind of want to max out wisdom and then charisma. Charisma is just as important. So my, I have a negative to. I have a. I have ten, ten, ten for all my, for my fit for two tens for dex and con and then a 10 for intelligence and then strength is an eight and i'm like this is kind of a hard game to do with that build but i have done it before i'll do it on normal is the thing but then i'll probably change it to hard later um all right uh let's see uh definitely persuade persuade is broken in these games always uh and then awareness and then treat injury because i should have some healing with this build Healing, you know, is this will definitely, well, I think, um, yeah, because I'm going to do good Jedi. I'm going to do good Jedi um, for this build. Because I've done evil Jedi before, and that's fun, but I'm going to replay the game kind of seriously. Like I said, okay, yeah. This feat gives a plus one skill bone point bonus to persuade, awareness, and treat injury. All right. All right, cool. Name, Mara Eric. Okay. Alright, the game starting. Yes. So I have like very little physical ability. So that'll make the game kind of very hard at first. But I know from experience I've, that if you get past that, uh, you are smooth sailing. It depends on if you're... It's harder if you're good Jedi at first. Because you can't really make amazing use of Force Lightning. Which is one of the most broken powers in the game. Just so you know. Which is good. Force Lightning should be broken. Force Lightning is correct to be broken. Force Lightning, some power, okay? Sometimes it is important to make your character feel ridiculously good if they have superpowers. Because, come on. You know, like... I would love... They should, they should redefine what Sith and Jedi mean in the Star Wars lands. But I... Grey Jedi is a great idea. Okay, so my character wakes up naked, and I appreciate that. It's kind of like just a unit. So they have like either way, they these unit like whatever like whether you pick male or female in this game, you are awakened in this like really skin tight outfit. But it is it is literal. You did just you were like in one of the fucking Jedi healing pods. So like you had a, it, it, it's okay. They're covered and it's older graphics. It really doesn't look that bad. It could have, and it, it, it's it's not. It's fine. I, I think it's fine. It's better than the first game. In the first game, the underwear they give you is much. I mean, it's also something people. It's not something people don't wear. I guess, but you know, it's like. Uh, all right. So I've got to. I've got to unlock. Oh right, I have. Right, I have mods installed, but I'm not going to skip through any parts of the game for you. I want to play through Prague as normally. Unlock medical storage, because I'll need uh, tools from the medical storage. And then I have to uh, re unlock the morgue for the main story. So 
Let me get these materials from medical storage. I will use these to heal people. We've got chemicals, which I you chemi and here's the other thing I should do. I should make use of crafting. I've never I never make use of crafting as much as I should in these games. Uh, the game obviously wants me to craft pretty bad, so I'm gonna try make a concerted effort to craft in this video game. I never do it because I don't like crafting that much, but <laughs> it is cool. Like I you know. Okay, so I'm in the morgue, and this dead body just rose up, and she's this uh, more like elderly person. For what are you looking for amongst the dead? Uh, I'm going to voice act for you. <laughs> I thought you were dead. Close to death, yes. Closer than I'd like. You have the smell of the cultural tank about you. How do you feel? A little disoriented. Was it your voice I heard in the cultural tank? Yes, I had hoped as much. I slept here too long and could not awaken. It may I be I reached out unconsciously, and your mind must have been a willing one, or perhaps you have been trained for such things. Just stay out of my mind in the future. Actually, so you can touch minds and feign death. Who are you? I am Kreia, and I am your rescuer, as you are mine. Tell me, do you recall what happened? Last thing I remember, I was on a board of a public ship. The Harbinger. What happened to it? Your ship was attacked. You were the only survivor. A result of your Jedi training, no doubt. I am no longer a member of the Jedi Order. Your stance, your walk tells me you are a Jedi. Your walk is heavy. You carry something that weighs you down. The Jedi Order and I have a troubled history. So it would seem. Keep your past, and let us focus on the now. All right. What's going on? How did we get here? I do not know. I was removed from the events of the world as I slept. A survey of the surroundings may provide the answers we seek. The ship we revived in must still be in this place. We should recover it and leave. Why do we need to leave? We were attacked once, and I fear our attackers will not give up the hunt so easily. Without transport, weapons, and information, they will find us easy prey indeed. Awareness. You seem nervous, worried. Is something wrong? Even as I slept, I felt much unrest here. I saw strange visions, minds colored with fear. Now everything here feels terribly silent. I read that a little too fast. <laughs> I would find out as much. Oh, wait, I, okay. I would find out as much as you can about this place quickly. I fear we will need to depart as suddenly as we arrived. We'll see. There's got to be someone left alive around here. You may wish to extend your search into some clothes, if only for proper first impressions. Are you well enough to travel? I am not offering to help you. I am not so young as to leap from death's door as quickly as you. I'll return soon to make sure you're all right. I leave you to the exploration of this place. Here I will remain and attempt to center myself. That's Kreia. Kreia is our mentor in this video game. And I love that Kotor wrote this sick ass mentor. Okay, Kreia is one of my is my favorite Star Wars character of all time. I love Kreia. Kreia is such an awesome idea and concept. And I'm just gonna let you all discover it with me. All right, I gotta find clothes. It's I gotta. All oh, right, they're back in the morgue. I didn't grab them. Or did I? Wait. Yes. Yes. Did I? I don't remember. No, I didn't. Okay, I gotta find shit. Oh wait, okay, no, actually they're forward. I do have the plasma torch though. 
So there's a sealed door up ahead, and I'm going to use my plasma torch to get through. All right. It's getting through the door. Yoink! And I do a little jab animation because it's an old game, but I really kind of like that. I really like in older games, they give you a very obvious, like, disconnect from the reality of the video game. I think it makes them more fun. <laughs> but also, Cyberpunk 2077 was pretty amazing. I can't deny. Alright, so I'm, I went to a room and the game paused, which I like that the game lets me pause because it lets me think about what I want to do for fun. And so there's two giant uh, robots in front of me, and I want to, I got to choose what to do. And I think I'm going to choose to do flurry on one of the robots. And with my plasma torch, I can, oh, and even though I am a counselor and physically I'm very weak, they these people are these are very weak droids they're barely functional so you know i can even i can kill them with my physical stats all right there we go all right so they're both dead cool uh, let me loot them i got a mining laser so a ranged weapon is good all right um what's next what's next all right Oh, okay, two more, two more. Again, they're still pretty weak, so I should be able to get them. Yep, yeah, doing it pretty well. I might need to heal here in a second, because again, I am very weak. <laughs> All right, uh, let's see, yep, and I use a med pack, and I have good uh, treat injury, so it was very effective, cool. All right, let me keep going. All right. All right, so I come across an empty room uh, oh, there's a broken droid over here in a corner, and I got droid impact armor. So I've got some armor because there are droid companions in this game who have free will, and it's a good thing they wrote that. <laughs> it's a good thing the droids in the Star Wars universe have free will because it would be, they definitely would. It's just bad, but it's also really bad that they're all slaves. <laughs> they just don't address it ever, and I'm like, they really should. Clone Wars, that's why Ahsoka Tano is the best Star Wars character. She understands the droids should be free, okay? Ahsoka Tano makes so much more sense as, like, a rebel renegade. <laughs> she just was, she should, it's so sad how Ahsoka really did become the best version of Anakin Skywalker. That is tragic. Their stories, rebels understood how tragic of a relationship it would be to have Ahsoka and Darth Vader meet. And they did, and it was heartbreaking. It was genuinely awful to watch. <sighs> Alright, so I'm going to continue. I'm sorry, I, just, I was a big Clone Wars kid. I loved Clone Wars. I thought it was a really good show. I just loved its stories, and I loved Ahsoka. Ahsoka was cool, and Anakin was cool. I liked that, it, and then Anakin wasn't so cool. Anakin got worse. Anakin got worse as the war went on. Anakin did. It was... <sighs> creepy with oh and uh i so i stopped oh sorry ah you can so i i my i stopped and i experienced a sensation where i had this image pop into my head of some droids some robots with the the uh, some weird aura thing around it and uh they now i'm looking back at me and it's like ah i can hear kraya's voice in my head ah you can feel them the droids you cannot perceive but the small oscillations of energy and that you can feel echoing outwards with Kratos' help, you'll gain the passive precognition power. When this power is triggered, you should save your game. Okay, so I'm going to do that. Because, again, I am physically very weak, so I should take... I, can, I need to remember to save a fuck ton in this game, because I'm going to die probably a lot. 
Like, even though I'm careful, I'm probably gonna... Okay, so I, I open the room, there's a bunch of droids, and I have ion grenades, so I'm gonna throw an ion grenade, and they all die. Fuck yes, that was a good use of an ion grenade. That was especially for my character. See, okay, and I don't have unlocking skills, so unfortunately, because of that, a lot of the... So there's these footlockers where, because I don't have a security, I have to bash them open, and some of the items... Uh, sometimes get broken in them, which I, I think is a great feature and encourages uh, investing in the lockpicking skill. And that's what other companions are good for. Um, Alright, so uh, there's another droid. I'm counted and I've entered this much larger room, so I'm gonna, with multiple ways to go. So I'm gonna go down here and killing this droid. Ah, you hear it. It is faint, but it is there. Another vision. I hear Kray again. And I, and I feel I I must imagine the character feels some strange rekindling. Uh, what is happening? It is the force you feel. It has not been so long as for you to forget it, for or to forget. But it doesn't sound like it did. It feels like it is coming from across a great distance. Do not turn away from it. Listen. Feel it echoing within you. Come. I shall guide you down the familiar paths. You will need it if we are to survive and escape this place. Gaining experience will slowly reestablish your connection to the Force. Go to the level up screen to choose your Force abilities. Okay, cool. So I get my first Force abilities. And as a consular, I have to choose these very carefully at early game. Now, because I have played, and let's see, uh, what should I... Here's the thing, I don't need persuade right away is the truth, but I also don't have much intelligence, so I can't afford to, you know, uh, be too cheap. So I'll put one in awareness, because I definitely want awareness, and I'll put one into treat injury again, and my persuade is still higher than both of them. Cool. So powers, healing is not an option yet. So the most useful power, genuinely, me, to me at this point of the game is stun droid. Stun droid is the, a power I definitely want, uh, it should be my level 1 because it will give me... Uh, I can die to some of the droids in the following sections if I'm not careful. Because I'm very weak. Alright, so I want to equip my stealth mode. I have a stealth belt which allows me to turn invisible and stealth around. Uh, I also have a mining laser which I'm going to equip. And instead of the torch, I'm going to equip my vibro blade. Which essentially is like this cool sci-fi magnetic blade that can like cut through sci-fi armor and shit. Alright, I gotta go find some clothes. And I, I'm gonna go find some clothes because, uh, <laughs> so, alright, hold on. Let me find some, okay. I'm gonna go down, alright. Med pack. Alright, and now I've got another fight coming in. I'm gonna st use stun droid. Aha! And it worked. The droid is stunned, so it can't attack me anymore. I'm going to keep wailing at it while it's stunned. Fuck yeah, and the droid's dead. All right, and because I'm a consular and that was stunned droid, that was the right move because it doesn't even use that much force. Like, I mean, it's 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 an investment, but it's not unreasonable, you know? And my force does regenerate fairly quickly. Like, it's not super quick, but it's outside of combat, it's quick enough. All right, so let me go fight this other one one-shotted it because again very early game they expected you to start out the bat with a consular and they wanted you to feel capable because you are still a jedi you know all right and then we get all the other one keep fighting that droid 
Oh, and there's another one hitting me from behind with laser beams. I'm going to run through the laser beams and attack. Ah, and the droid is dead. All right. Cool. And I, did I pick up some clothes? I thought and I did not. I know there's a way to get so there. Okay, the reason I want clothes are bad, and I will show you this. There is while I love this game, it is very dated and has some some decisions that I did not think were were was good writing and was just not. I mean, some of times it is, but it's like it, it's 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 not. Mm. They, they they I'll show you. They they make Han the Han Solo type in this game definitely a misogynist and. I really don't know that it works. I mean, it kind of does, but like, it you have to work for it. And I'm like, he's really gross when he. You'll see. Okay, all right, you'll see. Hold on. It's it's. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Okay, supply cylinder. I think I found some clothes. No, I found some components. I found some components. Never mind. This entire hallway was a bust. That fight. It's okay. I mean, I can use components. I'm perfectly fine. I did not expend any excessive resources. I just know there's oh, they did, I know there is a way to fucking do this to get close before talking to this fucking dude. I know you can do it. I just don't remember where you go. Was it down there? Did I grab that shit? No, yeah, I grabbed that shit. I'm sorry, listeners. <laughs> I have played this game like 50 times before, but also, dear God... <sighs> They really wanted you, it really felt like the developer wanted you, if you were to play as a female character, get like fucking, I like creepily stared at by this dude who has to be your companion in the game. And I really didn't like that. I mean, sometimes this game is cool. Like all that dialogue I just did was between an elderly uh, woman and a female character that I am playing as. So that, I, and I didn't have any problem with any of that, but then it's like, okay. All right, so actually maybe I do have to let him be a pervert. I'm sorry about that. I'll be as honest as I can about how bad writing this is about to be. Hold on. I do love this game, but it is old and dated and has bad moments. But you have nothing to fear from this one, and you might yet prove useful. Kreia is with you having a vision of the person locked in the cell that we're about to meet. This is the misogynist dude. Okay. First time he sees you. Nice outfit. What, you miners change regulation uniforms while I've been in here? Not the worst thing ever, but there's a very specific line that implies, and the animations are so old you can't tell, but it's like, I keep those eyes up and tell me who you are. All right. So and he, she said that it's like, I keep those eyes up. So, okay, you're, I don't believe he was staring, but he probably was. I Unless, like, unless you, okay, okay, no, no, she definitely was. He definitely was. He definitely was. I thought that meant, never mind, no, 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 yeah, he was, so yeah, it, and I'd keep those eyes up and tell me who you are, okay, which is a fair, uh, which is the correct response, I think, for this person to say, which is, hey, you're doing a very disrespectful behavior when in a bad situation, and I need to know who you are, keep those eyes up and tell you who you are, Atten, Atten ran, excuse me if I don't shake hands, the field only causes mild electrical burns, care to explain why you're locked up? Security claim I violated some trumped-up regulation or another. Now, take it up with them if you want, but they stopped listening to me shortly before they stopped feeding me. Now, that's criminal. <laughs> and here, I'm going to make Ed sound like a baby because he kind of is. He's a bad, terrible person, and he's just you know, the worst, and I'm going to make him sound like it. What is this place? You mean you didn't come here on purpose? I'm shocked. I really am. The slice of paradise is the Paragus Mining Facility, the only supplier of shipping-grade engine fuel to the corner of the galaxy. 
Progress fuel plays havoc with engines, but it gets the job done, as long as you don't mind the toxic byproducts and trying to mine it without blowing yourself up. Blowing yourself up? No, actually, this facility doesn't sound too safe. Yeah, this asteroid belt is one giant minefield. One proton torpedo, even a straight blaster bolt, can start an explosion that'll make the one that shattered Paragus 2 look like a kid's pop detonator. How big of an explosion are we talking about? You know the planet with the exposed core you saw flying in? That hole was caused by the first mining station that tried to siphon fuel from the planet. Blew a whole chunk out of the planet and set it drifting out here in a big clump of fuel-cooled asteroids. So the miners drill the asteroids now, not the planet's surface. That's why they don't allow blasters here. Can't trust a miner jumped on Jumajus not to fire one stray shot that'll turn the entire colony into a thermal detonator. Adam's the worst. Adam's disgusting. This facility's deserted. Tell me what what happened. You mean before or after that Jedi showed up? Either way, it's a real short story. You see, this Jedi shows up, and you know what that means. Where there's one Jedi, the Republic will soon be crawling up your ion engine in no time. But the story gets better. See, some of the miners get it into their fikrite skulls that since the Jedi is unconscious, they can collect the bounty the exchange is posted for live Jedi. Well, what passes for the law here didn't like that idea. So the two groups started fighting. Then there was some big explosion. I was sitting here for a long time. Then you showed up in your underwear and things got a lot better. And he's, again, he's a disgusting piece of shit. He's just, I hate him. He's the worst. He's... Uh, fucking damn it. I'm like gross the exchange and she moves on because I'm saying because this piece of shit is a dumbass and she's a capable Jedi trained for serenity and awesomeness and the only reason she is being kind is because she believes in it not because he deserves it she is awesome and that is why she will say the exchange and she's in a dangerous situation she'll say the exchange the exchange is a big crime outfit mostly out of Nar Shaddaa spice running gun trafficking sla- uh, slave trading now I guess they're posting bounties on Jedi or whatever the exchange is trying to kill Jedi don't know much about it maybe the exchange wants one as a trophy or somebody's got something against Jedi and is looking to collect not many Jedi left wouldn't surprise me if the bounty's pretty high not many Jedi left what happened to them? The ones that weren't killed in the Jedi Civil War ended up switching off the lightsabers long ago. Word is there's not even a Jedi Council anymore, but who knows? So, so thing about our character. Our character was in the outer, outer rims for so long, like far away from Republic space, that they, for the last 10 years, that they are just so not caught up on current events. 10 years ago, there was just, um, or no, 20 years. 20 years, I believe? Yeah, 20 years um, since they were in the Jedi Order, which I really love. I really love that you play as, like, a 40-year-old in this game. That's great. I had heard rumors of a war, but a war between Jedi? Yes, Re- Revan, Malak, and the Jedi went that went to join them in the Mandalorian Wars. They turned against each other, the other Jedi, and had a scrape that almost laid waste to the entire galaxy. <laughs> Where have you been? I've been away since the Mandalorian Wars. Well, I wasn't there, but like all Sith, Revan and Malak turned on each other. After they turned on the Jedi, of course. The rumors I heard said Revan defeated Malak. All right, no, sorry, that's the bad. That's the. I'm, and here I'm allowed to just because in the previous game was RPG two. In the beginning, they gave me the option of defining what choices the previous character made. Uh, I was led to believe that Revan saved the Jedi and the Republic. 
hmm, and it's the story, what story of Revan do I want to choose? Here's the thing. If I heard that Revan, if I choose to have the backstory be Revan failed, or Revan defeated Malak and then went to reform the Sith Empire, I can be a good character in the wake of that, in the wake of a much worse situation in for the galaxy. I mean, Revan is gone in this game regardless, but that means there were more scars left on the galaxy. And I, I kind of am going to go the darker. I think that makes the game more interesting, so I'm going to do that. That was a story, but whatever happened there must not have lasted. There's some big civil war on Korriban. Knocked that academy to the ground. Looks like Revan's Grand Crusade finally consumed her. And I will, I, I, I am going to say that women, Revan was a woman. I'm not surprised. Revan lived for battle. Oh, wait, sorry, that was, I'm, that's my voice, not Anna's voice. I'm not surprised. Revan lived for battle. She could not easily turn away from war or death. And I think my character did know Revan. Yeah, well, when she became a Sith Lord, she sure didn't stop. <laughs> she killed her way across half the galaxy. Dark Jedi are bad enough, but when a woman falls to the dark side, you'd better space yourself before they catch you. Oh, no offense or anything. <laughs> and you can say, none taken, I had more questions for you, but I'm not going to say that because that was a disgusting thing to say. <laughs> uh, I'm just going to say, this discussion about Revan is pointless. I need to know what happened here. <laughs> I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say my character's rightly mad, rightly upset about how disgusting this person's treating her. The discussion about Revan was pointless, and you know what happened here. Look, not like your half-naked interrogation isn't a personal fantasy of mine. He's so disgusting. That's also just weird. <laughs> That's weird. Hey, wait a minute. You're that Jedi the miners were talking about. What? Hey, wait a minute. You're, and he finally realizes because he's such a dumbass. Hey, wait a minute. You're that Jedi the miners were talking about. Where is everybody? I don't know. This facility seems abandoned. The miners can't all be gone. But if they are... Look, hey, let me out, or I can help you. I can. I've gotten out of trouble countless times. Tell me your... Persuade. Tell me your plan, and we can go from there. This facility isn't a military installation, which means we may have a chance. You shut down the cell security field, and I get can reroute the emergency system so we can get into the hard, hard, hard yeah, hangers. We grab a ship, then we fly out of here. That wasn't such a stupid thing to say. You notice that? You notice that that wasn't such a stupid thing to say? He's still a fool. He's still an idiot, but... Huh. And it might be more than he seems. Perhaps. He is definitely a misogynist and a gross person, but he might be a little more than that. We shall see. Hmm. Why don't you... I must... Hold on. Uh... <laughs> she just spawns, all right, I'll let you out. She's not going to explain why exactly, because she doesn't need to. And it's it's like, she knows he cannot... Okay, yeah. <laughs> Great, now to business. Let's get to the command console. Just stay ahead of me and don't make any sudden... You know, no. Uh, she she is a serene Jedi, ultimately. That is what she was trained as. So she will just say, all right, let's go. Yeah, she's just... Not that you need to be a serene Jedi to react in that situation, but also, like... I'm sorry. I'm really... If anyone... I, I really hope everyone's first Divin uh, Obsidian game should be... Like, here's the thing. Obsidian's gotten much better at writing uh, as a company in the last 20 years, obviously. 
the fucking their last game Pillars of Eternity 2 Dead Fire is amazing amazing it's amazing we got Critical Role peoples in it for all you people who like Critical Role that's why you should play Pillars of Eternity 2 you can actually play here's the thing if you get like a specific pack you can actually play as the Critical Role Vox Machina characters in that game and that is pretty cool alright so essentially um, Adam was doing a bunch of computer shit to figure out what was how to get to the hangers uh, and fucked up and my person will just say sounds like you're about to tell me something I don't want to hear the system's been severed from the main hub after it was locked down from remote you can't even reroute the system it's been cut clean is that part of the lockdown no someone tried to lock down this whole level tight and leave us here trapped is there anything else we can do with this console I doubt it all we have is communications back for all the good trying to shout in a vacuum will do us can we contact the miners? We could try, but if the miners are trying to trap you up here and probably kill you, why not call them and chat? I don't think a friendly call is going to wake them up. <laughs> and the worst. I hate him so much. He's such a dumbass. Mm, let's see. L let's see if we can try and reach someone on the comm. Be my guest. Not much else we can do. Comm's all yours. Alright. Alright, alright, alright. Okay, administration computer. I have to access comm systems. And I'm going to talk to the dormitories. There's no response from the dormitories. Hangar Bay 25. As you access Hangar Bay 25, there's a series of low-pitched whistles and beeps. It sounds as if there's a utility droid on the other end. Can you read me? And then it cuts to this little cute little droid. Doo-deet-beep. And also, yes, the subtitles do say doo-deet-beep. It's adorable. This is T31. He's they're They're great. She, I don't know. You, T31, I do have no idea. Robot pronouns sound like such a cool idea to me. Someone should write a movie with robot pronouns. That'd be so cool. That'd be so cool. So I'm going to I'm going to say, you know, I'm going to say they. Do you these other ones seems like a day they to me. I or teeth them, they don't ever like explicitly say it, but they just feel like a they to me. Are you operational? Be wit be deet. <laughs> We're trapped on the administration level. Can you unlock the turbo lifts? Do reap be reap. I love it. I love it so much. Again, the subtitles say this too. They like have that as words. There must be emergency hatches. Try to find one. Burweet? Burweep. And there are little like question marks and explanation points afterwards so I can kind of tell emotionally what they are. I'd rather risk it than be trapped up here. Ooh. All right, and then it cuts out. And then you get to play as the droid right away, which I love. I love being able to play as the droid. So I'm, I'm playing as T, uh, TM, I always forget exactly, that's not the name, of T3M4. T3, okay, T3 is the name of this droid. They are cool. Okay, so I'm, I'm in T3 has the security skill. So T3 unlocked a footlocker. We got some, like, chemicals and shit. Uh, we're gonna go look around this room we're in because now we're in the hangar and we gotta we gotta so we gotta go through a whole hangar level to try and un lift the lockdown so our main character can get get out, which I really like. All right, another another uh, footlocker. Okay, so there's a there's a couple of doors here, 
and let's see here. All right, there's one door. There's a low security door that I can unlock. I can lockpick, and I'm gonna hack. Oh shit! I open up the door. There's two droids. It's a droid on two droid on droid match. Here we go. So I'm not actually going to utilize my iron grenade in this instance because they're too spread out. So instead, I'm just going to utilize my shock arm, which I know will do a good amount of damage. Kill killed the first one instantly, and then I'm going to rely on my basic laser beam for the second, and that also killed it instantly. All right, cool. So that is both down, and I did take a bit of damage, but nothing too substantial. I should pick up, and I do have some repair kits. Worst case. All right, there's another. There's another drawer. I'm going to start shooting at it before it can shoot at me. Oh, and it retreated behind a wall. Oh, but now I came back. All right. These ones are a bit more condensed, so I'm going to go ahead and throw an iron grenade. Alright, shit, I only got one. Oh, we got the other one, not completely, but about dead. And my laser finished off. Nice job, and I barely lost any health. Fuck yeah. It's called strategy in this video game. Alright. Plasteel cylinder. Plasteel cylinder. Energy shield and a repair kit. Fuck yeah. Alright, we're going on down again. To the next level, next level, next level. Alright, and I'm going to the Paragus Fuel Depot. Or Depot, as I like to say. The Paragus Fuel Depot. Alright, so there's a broken droid near me. I'm gonna get some components. Alright, gonna open up this door and go forward. Open up another door and go forward. Oop, and there's an enemy. There's. Okay, so there's one on one side far of the field, a little closer to me, and there's other on the farthest possible side of the other side of the field. I'm just going to attack the first one and trust that the, the other one's going to be pretty inaccurate because it's so far away. And I was, that was correct, and I am much more accurate at, than it at this distance because these are shitty. And I did not lose very much health at all. Alright, and I, and I got uh, a data pad for the deposit, the depot, which I needed to hack the main administration console. And I just knew that because I played this game before. I didn't, you know. All right. So we're just gonna go. I, I'm just. I am gonna not pretend to not know that I've played this video game before. All right. So we're going up back through the levels. T T three is just humming along. He makes the cute. They they. She. I'm sorry. I I I I am a I am I have grown up in the I do hate. I did hate that. They were, they always gave robots he or she names in a lot of older movies, and I'm like, pro robot pronouns need to, I want robot pronoun movie. It sounds, I, do you remember Robots, the cartoon? I love that joke that they made where they were like, boy or girl, and then they just like slapped a penis on it, and they were like, boy, I'm like, okay, <laughs> what was that movie? Alright, so I've got the data pad I need, so... I should be able to access the fucking, um, let's see. All right, so first I'm gonna, I'm gonna unlock these foot lockers and get some foot locker things. Got a repair kit, always useful to have more of those. All right, cool, I got another repair kit. And then I'm going to access the terminal. Well, first I gotta go undo lockdown shit. And also I have some mines now. I have some deadly sonic mines and can I, so there's a, there was a locked door here before that I couldn't get to in the first room that I was in. So I'm gonna, but I, and I couldn't, and it was too advanced for security. So instead what I'm gonna, it's like a heavy duty high bank vault door. So T3 is gonna plant a bomb on it and gonna blow it the fuck up. Cause T3 is super competent. I'm gonna walk away, or drive away, blows up, door unseals. All right, oh, there's another droid in here. Three CFD, 
Oh, the utility droid looks at it. It has suffered irreparable damage. It's dead. They're dead. T3 is traumatized. <laughs> Actually, yes, almost definitely. T3. They write T3 as having emotions in this game. Alright, and I, uh, there was just some footlock. There's some stuff in here that I grabbed, useful components and such. Alright, and I gotta go down the next alleyway, or hallway that I gotta go down. Oh, and there's some more. So there are these anthropomorphic big motherfucking, um, like, more like security droids. You know, they kind of look like the fucking, um, like the security droids from... Like like the like the prequels, but like you know a little a little less bulky in the top, a little more distributed, I guess. Uh, and I'm gonna equip T3 with a weapon called an Ion Striker, which releases ion energy for 20 points, which, as we know, deals a heavy amount of damage towards fucking um, uh, robots. All right, I'm gonna, uh, and so I'm gonna utilize that Ion Striker, and I, 20 damage immediately killed the first thing. And these are these guys have decent firepower, and there's a de decent amount of them in a row. So I'm gonna fucking, all right, yeah, cause okay, yeah, no, cause I I I their their AC is pretty high. So first Ion Striker, all of them, kill fucking all of them. All right, ah, so the second one has an energy shield up. So it's immune to my ion beam, but I still have my shock arm, which only does half health, but I'll use it twice. Three times. Fuck yeah, it's dead. And I ultimately from that only lost like a fifth of my health. So fuck yeah. Alright, unlock the footlocker beside it. Uh, let's see, there's a bunch of dead droids everywhere. Bunch of oh, there's another one that came out from before me. Ion striker, and it's dead. Alright, fuck yeah. Ion striker. Okay, and then we're and then that's the oh yeah. oh ship. Okay, so there's there's two of the regular droids, like the small ones, and then uh, okay, I killed the big one. There's one small droid left. Use my shock arm a bunch. The nice thing about the shock arm is it's unlimited. The ion striker will eventually run out of uses, and we'll have to maybe find another one. But it's pretty it's pretty you know. Okay, so. There's a bunch of mines in front of me on a downward slope that goes all the way down to a bunch of enemies. And I'm gonna throw an iron grenade down there and kill them all so that I can safely, and I did, so that way I can safely recover the mines and move forward without, at least that, what, that that's what would have happened if T3 didn't die from trying to recover the mine, which I didn't expect. And I'm all the way back at the beginning of the level because I forgot to save. I always forget to save. So that's where we're going to cut it for tonight, and here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to play this in my own time and get back to where we were, so that it's as if nothing happened for the next time we play this game. But I hope you all enjoyed my KOTOR 2 beginning of level podcasting journey. I hope you all found it agreeable. I've been going for an hour and 22 minutes now, which is the longest I've ever gone on a podcast, so... Uh, I think it was worth it for episode 10. I think it was absolutely a good time. So hope everyone enjoyed. And please, 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 I ask again, spread this around. Just whoever will listen, whoever you think might like this even a little bit, spread it around. And I, I know there's a lot of me, my personal shit on here, and I promise you I want as many people as possible to see it. I want as many people as possible to, to kind of see what I'm saying in these words. So... Please, please spread it around. I would really appreciate it. And again, if you ever feel like donating, 
uh, there's a Kofi account. Never, ne I would, I would never say no to it, but I also would never expect it. So thank you either way. Um, all right. So you all have a good night. I'm gonna go play maybe some Cyberpunk. Maybe try and make pasta. I don't have any sauce, but that's fine. I'll just slather cheese on it and I'll eat cheese pasta. It's gonna be good. All right. Everyone, you have a good night. And again, thank you. Uh, sleep tight. Remember, there's hope tonight. There's always a little bit of hope tonight, even if the only thing you get to hope for is seeing a flower. But also, it's a flower, right? All right. Good night, everyone.